What is going on, everyone? Welcome to Season 6 of the Weekly Real Podcast. My name is Jeremy. And my name is Ken. And Ken, are you ready for Season 6? Yeah. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Got it! Yeah! I was hoping you were going to say that because <laughs> we're going to catch up. We're going to start off season premiere with a bang with Keanu Reeves in John Wick Chapter 4. This is going to be a good one, guys. Uh, that was not planned, by the way. Yeah, it was not planned at all. I was hoping you were going to catch it. I was going to call you out if, if you didn't catch it. We would have probably had to do a take two. Yeah. And it wouldn't have sounded as good. Yeah, not not as organic, too. You got it though. That's perfect. The perfect alley oop, that's why. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh man, it's been a long hiatus, guys, but we're back for season six. Ken. Uh I feel like you've been watching quite a bit of stuff. I feel like uh I'm hopefully a little varied. I I did rewatch like an Arnold movie or two. <laughs> Commando. Or a dozen. Or a dozen. <laughs> Starting even a, another Arnold movie that I, I haven't seen before. That's a rarity nowadays. But uh, Ken, what's what's something that you want? Something notable that you actually watched uh, during the hiatus? Okay, so full stop. Two thousand twenty. At the end of twenty twenty two, I was like wanting to watch more movies. My goal was to just watch way more movies. 2023 versus what I did in 2022. I actually was on a pretty good streak of watching uh, at least one movie at the theaters per week um, because my ultimate goal, and this is not a sponsored, uh, a, not a sponsored podcast for Cinemark because we're not sponsored by Cinemark, but I'm trying to get platinum status to the point where I'm trying to go and then just, I don't know, get more more of a discount or mm-hmm. but really just watch more movies. All this to say, the best thing that I watched over the off season, and yes, we talked about it late last season, The Last of Us. The, oh my goodness, the way it finished. I was like, no, I gotta wait a couple more years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. The Last of Us was so good. Um, and I'm so glad that a lot of my social circle has seen it uh, to the point where I can have conversations about it. Um, all the tissues that were used from all the tears that were shed. That show was uh, an emotional roller coaster. It was so good. Yeah, dude. I, I knew that <laughs> when we first started talking about The Last of Us, I'm like, Ken's in for, in for a ride emotionally. <laughs> uh especially for for Joel and Ellie and I can't wait for you to see season two. Do you know, cause I know you're playing the first game right now, part one. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know of anything about part two and hope, do you think you can stay fresh from season two slash part two of the game? Um, uh, until, or are you going to try to play the game before? I'm going to try to go. Ooh. I guess it would depend on how much I enjoy the game. I, if if I, 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 to be honest with you, haven't decided whether or not uh, I will get into part two, the video game before the show. But um, 
if I had to put money on it, I'll probably wait till the show, especially okay. given the fact that I don't know specifics about part two yet, but just off of like news or whatever that I've just randomly heard, I heard that part two of the video game will actually take place over multiple seasons. I'm not sure if you heard that. Yeah, I heard that too. I think that makes sense. I'm actually surprised that they didn't do that for part one of the game. Mm-hmm. They didn't Surprise. I was like, oh, okay, we're in uh, Salt Lake City already <laughs> in that last yeah. episode. So um, in terms of formatting, no, knowing and having played the actual part two of the video game, I can see, I don't see any other way besides splitting it into at least a couple seasons mm. with the amount of stuff that they have to cover. Did you play part two when it first came out? Yeah. We were hyped. We, me and my brother loved the first one. So we played that game probably a few times. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he, he would run through it. I would run through it. Uh, the first one, the first game, basically what you saw season one of the show is like a masterpiece in gaming and storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Part two, uh, not my favorite game of all time. Uh. <laughs> So. That's what I hear. I, I mm-hmm. guess that's the other thing that I heard about part two is that it it's divisive. Um, so, you know, trying to temper expectations or whatever and just watch with an open mind. And that's yeah. part of the reason why I lean towards waiting to watch the show before playing part two of the game. Yeah. Yeah, especially could, especially given we don't know, like, <laughs> what season two of the show will cover. Um uh, compared to part two of the game. Yeah, that's I'm excited for you to see it just because I feel like part two of the game watches better than it does play. Mm. If, if that makes any sense. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, how about you? Like what was, uh, I guess, one thing that you wanted to highlight the best thing that you saw over over the hiatus? Well, oh, man, uh, we I mentioned it to you offline it's called the night agent you know besides mm. that you know i watched commando again i start i've started this new uh, not new movie the arnold movie red heat that i've never seen before came out in 1988 and i'm liking that so far it's just it's like a new arnold thing which i'm getting ready for his new netflix show on on in may mm-hmm. and then but you know speaking of netflix I'm liking, I really like the 10 episodes of The Night Agent because I love spy thrillers. I think episode one wasn't my favorite, but it did remind me of that other Netflix show that I mentioned way back when, maybe in season four of the podcast called Bodyguard starring Richard Madden. Mm. This is like the American (laughs) version, I feel like, uh, a little bit more, it's a longer um, 10 episodes. So really enjoy that stuff. I love thrillers and for it to be like a kind of a spy political thriller. is always nice to see, especially Netflix, man, super hit or miss. But when I saw the trailer, I'm like, I'll give it a shot. I'll give it, <laughs> give it a couple episodes. So, okay. Um, liked it so much. Maybe perhaps a TikTok video on the horizon. Yeah, I think so. At least uh, I didn't know this was, uh, the show was going to make top 10 in Netflix. So if you want to hear my like more in-depth thoughts of the night agent, I'm, I'm down for that. Ooh, okay. 
Yeah. But speaking of new shows, there's a new show on the horizon, Secret Invasion, uh, Marvel Secret Invasion with Samuel Jackson and company. They actually got a new trailer announcing a June June 21st, right? Mm-hmm. Is it a release date? Yeah, actually announcing the release date. And Ken, did you actually see the trailer? <laughs> I did. Only because... Well, first of all, I completely forgot that it came out. I was like, oh, I'll watch it some other time. And then I saw the outline that you loaded on our uh, on our Google Drive. And I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. I never got around to watching it. So um, I was able to watch it a couple of times. Uh, and, dude, I'm pretty hyped. I am excited just because the tone of it is so different. Uh, or mm-hmm. at least different from what we've been seeing recently from, from Marvel. I think the mm-hmm. closest or the most recent thing that's closest to it is probably Falcon, the winter soldier or black yeah. widow. Yeah. But even those movies were kind of like, you know, the mid tier <laughs> Marvel yeah. section of, so I'm hoping this is more captain America, the winter soldier than, Oh my God. I don't want to give it unfair. <laughs> expectations but yeah Yeah. i mean i i feel like when it got revealed at what was it comic-con last year i think so or d23 yeah yeah, one of those um i was like oh why am i getting captain america winter soldier vibes no i don't want it (laughs) i mean yeah i do want it but i just don't want to be disappointed really (laughs) yeah seriously and i feel like one thing that Marvel has done recently is sometimes they build up things and then don't continue that storyline. I think that's always been one of my nitpicks of Marvel recently. I feel like because of the whole secret invasion with dealing with scrolls, I don't know if they're going to try to fix some things or make things even worse mm-hmm. by incorporating skulls and that, it's like, oh, this person was a scroll the whole time. Mm. Who do you have any guesses on who you think is a scroll or <sighs> who you think? Okay. <laughs> I was like, yeah. he's probably gonna ask this question. So I yeah. was like, I should probably think of some candidates, uh, based off of especially the trailer and who got revealed to be in the show. I'm gonna say Amelia Clark. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> she really is a scroll. Yeah. Um <laughs> Ben Mendelson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking um <laughs> Ben Middleton. Uh I think Agent Ross will be um revealed as a scroll. Wait, Everett Ross. Yeah. Yeah. Oh damn. Everett Ross. I feel like he I did not think of that one. I feel like he's got an obscure enough background because he just what just showed up randomly in um civil war and mm-hmm. then we got to see him a couple times in in both black panther movies especially now that he's technically a fugitive uh mm-hmm. from the C- cia because he got broken out by uh okoye or whatever she goes by now <laughs> i forgot yeah what she, yeah, what she... I, yeah yeah but um i i don't know like i wouldn't be surprised if 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 there had to be one of those where they reveal someone has been a scroll all this time or you know like somehow replace the original 
I feel like someone like an Everett Ross would be uh, that person. So that'll be my guess. That is a good guess because I did not think of that. But I think that's a, I guess, sorry to say, but a disposable enough character that you right. could have it the entire time. Or it's recognizable too. Yeah. So <laughs> I would say that's a good guess. But I also feel like they need more of um, like they've been a mainstay of the Marvel's universe. I would have said Rhodey. Oh, yeah, yeah, that would be a good one, too. I don't think they would do that, though, <laughs> because of all the stuff. Like every appearance that he's been in has been very like Rhodey specific. Yeah. Like either it's always connected to like Tony in some way. Or like Civil War, there he like he lost his legs there. Yeah. Infinity War, every every appearance that he had, even in Endgame, it wouldn't make sense for him to be a scroll. If they did do that, I would be kind of mad, just because it's like I don't know. That takes it's it's too roadie specific for it to be a scroll. I don't know, but I wouldn't be surprised if they do it. That's why I'm guessing roadie. If they were to do it, this is how I would do it. Uh-oh. Rhodey gets revealed oh, no. as a scroll. <laughs> you already okay. know where I'm going with this. Yeah, go ahead. The Terrence Howard comes nowhere. It's like, I'm the real Rhodey. <laughs> it's right. next time, baby. <laughs> it's next time. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> See, I would love that that happened, but obviously it would not make sense because it's like, how would Tony not notice his best friend go from Terrence Howard <laughs> to, to Don Cheadle and be like, oh, yeah, no, Rody, you, you look fine. Oh, shoot. Yeah, that would be hilarious, though. <laughs> that's, how I, that's how I would do it. <laughs> oh, my God. So good, though. Maybe in the multiverse. Maybe yeah. In the multiverse. Yeah. But yeah, I'm pretty excited to see um, Amelia Clark's character and how she gets incorporated into this uh, into this show. Uh, and I hope, I hope it's at least eight episodes. Oh yeah, because I feel like there's a lot of stuff to cover. <laughs> yeah, I hope it's eight episodes. You know, like nine episodes is good. Mm-hmm. But. If you're going to have like eight episodes, have like it be at least 45 minute episodes, at least, please. Yeah. Oh, I know. It may, and then maybe a couple uh, episodes where it's like an hour because stuff mm-hmm. happens. I mean, that's what they did with uh, The Last of Us. I mean, <clears throat> kind of going back to The Last of Us, one of the n- few nitpicks that I had was the finale was too short. Yeah. Bro, it felt a little rushed, honestly. And it felt a little rushed, too. And I was like, that's it? <clears throat> I didn't realize yeah. it was... It ended up being, what, 45 minutes or whatever the runtime was? Mm-hmm. And so, jumping back to Secret Invasion, I just hope that they just let the story breathe and I and they give it enough time and enough episodes to be able to have the story just tell itself and make it feel natural and not rushed and because we need the explosions and stuff, but we do need that character building. We need the good dialogue. I just want a really good show. I just hope 
that my expectations aren't too high because mm-hmm. this has to, I don't know, if, correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like this has the potential to be a top three MCU Disney plus show uh, mm-hmm. up with Loki and Moon Knight for me. Yeah, I would say those are my top two. Also, mm-hmm. Moon Knight and Loki. Uh, I could I could feel that it has the potential already to be better than Falcon and the Winter Soldier, just because there's less of a challenge against you know the COVID pandemic yeah. shooting thing. That yeah. and then they have a, just a better villain in general. Yeah. So it's like it's not the fly. You don't like Carly Morgenthau? Yeah, <laughs> we all know that, that was the weakest part of the show. I still enjoyed the show, but I could definitely agree that was the weakest part of the show. Um, but scrolls, if done right, could be a really good villain, mm-hmm. or it could be a really cheap, like basically mask of Mission Impossible. We'll see how how well they incorporate it. Yeah, it could be like Mission Impossible too. They keep just flipping it off every every scene, man. <laughs> <laughs> they t- one gets revealed to be Tom Cruise, <laughs> yeah, or Ethan, or Ethan I'm Hunt. Iron Man, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh crap! All right, guys. Well, you heard me talk about uh, TikTok a while ago. You know, we're going to post some stuff there soon. Uh, right now, you can actually go check out our TikTok. There's some reviews, some quick thoughts on some TV shows and movies. At Weekly Real Pod on TikTok, so go go search us up there. And Ken, if they actually want more updates and stuff, uh, where can they go? Um, well, they could go to Instagram uh, on our OG handle <laughs> at <Yeah>. Weekly Real. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, yeah, we got to mention it again. We screwed up the one for TikTok, but eh, it is what it is. At Weekly Real Instagram, we usually have um, you know short clips of uh from our actual episodes. Uh, we do incorporate video. Jeremy just got a recent uh new webcam, so you get to see uh I guess a different kind of focal length. I guess you get to see <laughs> more of his more of his uh, background and. Uh, Get to see his little setup with his brand new fancy phone and his stand and everything. And that, uh, oh man, I'm so sad to see that championship belt not in in my room. Oh, yeah. So sad. But um, in addition to that, we also have uh, announcements as well as uh, podcast links that we do like to um, just make it easier for you guys just to click on, uh, whether that's an Apple podcast link or Spotify or, or once in a while we'll change things up and throw a random other, <laughs> random other platform on there. But yeah, uh, at Weekly Real on Instagram. Yep. So, Ken, I'm going to need a gun. <laughs> that was my horrible Keanu impression. <laughs> All right. John Wick Chapter 4, guys. Uh, spoiler warning. We're going to talk about John Wick Chapter 4 right now. Go see it in theaters. It's a it's a ride, that's for sure. It's a long movie for one, but it does not let up. I'll tell you that. So go check it out in theaters before you watch the episode or listen to the episode. Uh, but let's jump straight into it. John Wick returns with a vengeance. 
again, <laughs> fighting off endless waves of assassins to gain his freedom once again. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ken, let's jump into the double feature, talk about some John Wick stuff, get into the John Wick mode. And John Wick, man, I don't know if I could think of anyone else that could play John Wick like Keanu Reeves. <laughs> I was not going to say as well as Keanu Reeves because I feel like that's kind of the, a topic. So, you know, Keanu Reeves is an iconic actor. I've heard people say he's a great actor. I heard people say he's a not so great actor. Um, I remember in this movie, I was sitting next to a guy and every time Keanu Reeves spoke, <laughs> it's just like, it's like, why is he saying it like that? <laughs> It's because he's tired. Golly. <laughs> and I, I don't know. I don't know what it is about this movie. I'll give you my thoughts on Keanu Reeves in this movie. D- does Keanu Reeves' line delivery enhance or pull you out of the movie, specifically, I guess, in, in this movie? I think it enhances it. It's it's John Wick. <laughs> I mean, dude, he's been like that for now four movies, and now and now you're being pulled away from it. I mean, I feel like if someone was pulled out of it like from the beginning, they wouldn't have watched Chapter Two or hmm. Chapter Three, Parabellum, or this movie, and so. I mean, if you don't know what you're going to get with Jonathan Winston. (laughs) Yeah. Winston. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, if if you're not, if you, if you're not a big fan of that or whatever, especially given the fact that I'm sure it's obviously an homage to Keanu Reeves' past roles. And, and he brings back even the Matrix, like his Matrix team. Um, dude, what are you doing watching John Wick Chapter 4? <laughs> oh, shit. Because uh, I, I mention it because I was really curious. I was in this way. I was, I, I don't know. It's been a while since, you know, Chapter 3 came out. Was that 2018? Mm-hmm. I think. Um so it's been a while as since I've seen Keanu Reeves as John Wick. And when he was when he was talking, I was like, did he always talk like this? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, okay, so that's where we differ in terms of like where we're at. So um during the off season. Mm-hmm. I ended up taking a trip to Hawaii. I'm actually wearing my Hawaii hat right now. Um, that was not planned. But during that, like, literally, I was, I'm a last minute uh, packer. So uh, I was packing the night before we were going to leave the next morning. And I was finishing up at 2.30 or 3 in the morning. And I was like, oh, shoot, I got to download some movies. So I have something to watch on the thing. And so I was going to make them available offline because I didn't want to pay for Wi-Fi. And so mm-hmm. I was like, wait a minute. John Wick Chapter 4 is coming up pretty soon. I should probably see if if I can make them offline. And I just happened to check Apple, not sponsored, by the way. 
and they sold the trilogy for just thirty dollars, twenty nine ninety nine. And so, guess what? I bought all three, and that's all I watched. Going there and coming back, it was amazing just to be able to just get back into this whole universe. And so, I was all in. On, I was just like so ready by the time. Uh, opening night came out, so I was like, so good, and so I couldn't relate to your whole. Oh, it's oh. been a long time since chapter okay. three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I I've watched it since chapter three, but not yeah. as recent as you. But don't yeah, don't get me wrong. I love. Ke- I I wouldn't have anyone else play John Wick, and I wouldn't have Keanu Reeves play it any other way. <laughs> like Dude. I, he, it just. <laughs> It enhances it for me as well. The bottom line, I guess, it makes it more memorable for me. It gives it this different, like, type of feel to his character. Um, you know what? Like, I compare it to Kevin Conroy and Batman. Okay, like kind okay. of their voice, right? Sometimes Kevin Conroy. There were some moments. Sometimes I was like, oh, would would I have said it that way? Uh, Batman, you know, yeah, like especially specifically in maybe some of the Arkham games I've played where Kevin Conroy voices Batman. I'm like, some of those lines were a little rough, man, but you know, <laughs> he's Batman, you know, yeah, Kevin yeah. Conroy is Batman, um, always will be. And that's Keanu Reeves, I think, uh, same for John Wick, I think. Based off of who they hire as an actor, and obviously we now associate Keanu with John Wick, but if you take similar characters, let's just, I mean, because we're going to continue our Mission Impossible rewatch heading right into Dead Reckoning. Tom Cruise's Ethan Hunt, he's just basically Tom, uh, an extension <laughs> of Tom Cruise. He's just like playing himself, essentially. Uh, with his mannerisms and everything, he's what makes <laughs> Tom Cruise is what makes Ethan Hunt. Same thing with Matt Damon as as um as Jason Bourne. He plays more of a stoic, drier character, but he's an assassin. What do you expect? So, mm-hmm. but he, at the end of the day, though, like like some of his mannerisms are still going to be the same. It's you still see see him as matt damon and so i honestly don't understand how anyone especially i think you watched it opening night right yeah uh, yeah, like friday morning yeah yeah opening weekend yeah dude someone who's wanting to watch it opening (laughs) weekend complaining about john wick being too like keanu reeves and we've he's been in (laughs) He's been at the <laughs> forefront since what thirty years ago. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just wanted to know. I just wanted to know if if you felt any of that, but or or if your crowd did at all. But no, I mean, I thought point. it was just. I noticed it, but I just was. Oh, I was all in. I was just like yeah. fanboy. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every time man every time gets me anyway uh for my half of the double feature i'm just gonna go with some low-hanging fruit you probably know where i'm going with this question (laughs) jeremy is john wick really dead i want to say no he's not dead 
I'm going to say he's not dead because mm. we didn't see them bury his body. I wanted to see the only way John Wick's really dead is if I see him in a casket and I see the <laughs> casket go in the ground. <laughs> um, like we just saw him kind of slump over and then cut to his grave. So I feel like he's not dead. I, at least in my mind, if anything, he went to go live a happy life somewhere else. It kind of sucks that he didn't bring his dog. He'll probably get a new dog, but um, you know, he can stay with Morpheus, I guess. But <laughs> you, mean, uh, you mean unnamed dog? <laughs> yeah, unnamed do- just dog. Dog. I guess. <laughs> yeah. The bounty hunter. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think he's. Uh, I, th- I I feel like he's alive. Compared to, I don't know, man. We're all our favorite like assassins. Spies are dying too much in these movies. I, I, I don't want like him James, to be alive. Like James Bond? <laughs> like James Bond? Yeah, I was like, man, he's having a James Bond ending? Heck no. I mean, I liked it, No Time to Die's ending, but it felt fitting. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I felt like it was fitting for yeah. uh, for those movies. Uh, with John Wick, it just feels like he's, he's invincible, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I just don't want him to be, him to be dead. Well, I'm going to give you a more meta <laughs> answer. I feel like this was the compromise because I feel like they don't know what they want to do moving forward. If they just want to focus on these spinoffs, I mean, they they already have the Continental prequel TV series. They have Ballerina um, on the horizon coming up really soon. And so I feel like they left it open-ended enough where if they decided that John Wick Chapter 4 is the complete end and John Wick is dead, he really did die on screen, technically. Mm -hmm. They already had the funeral and everything, and and it was a good way to kind of bookend it with... uh, Dude, I love that. I feel like an underrated scene was when they were in that boat when... He was getting dropped off, in, you know, try to get to Sakakura mm. by by sunrise. And he goes like, loving husband. That's what oh, I yeah. want on my on my on my headstone or whatever. I, however he said it. Yeah. I was like, oh, so good. Yeah. Plus, they were talking about it from the very beginning, even in the de- desert, about how really his only way out was death. Mm-hmm. What be- way? But what better way to do it than to actually die? But again, just to your point, if they if Keanu Reeves decides that he does want to continue, especially given the fact that at the end of jo- John Wick Chapter Four, I don't know. I feel like so many people left the theater in both of my viewings. Yeah, <laughs> and there was an actual post credit scene. Mm-hmm. They left that open ended enough where I could see him returning to avenge something or try to figure out something or maybe play peacemaker or something like that. Not peacemaker, the DC character. (laughs) 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 I don't want to do some of the moves, Uh, but um, I feel like they still haven't decided that, Um, but I love how they were foreshadowing a lot of the stuff. I stuff that I, Kind of 
picked up like the first viewing, but really got a chance to really focus in on with the dialogue, the second viewing about how really death is his only way out from, you know, the high table. Mm. Um, I don't know how you feel about this in terms of the ending. And I guess the general bigger picture of the franchise or the quadrilogy that we got. Mm-hmm. Is it just me or it's a little anticlimactic that he didn't actually like meet the high table type of and kill them and just wipe out the high table? Well, didn't the high table like literally appoint the marquee to, I don't know how to say, like all that extra stuff? Yeah, that's fine. Uh, it. <laughs> it, yeah. Pennywise. Penny, penny what? Yeah, Pennywise. Um, a little bit, and, and again, I feel like again, this is where we get to the point where it's open ended enough where mm-hmm. we we got to see him kill the uh, figurehead that was appointed. Um, in a fantastic. Well, I kind of saw that coming. <laughs> where I was like, uh, like friend of the pod, Joe Ash was who I watched it with. I was like, Joe Ash, he didn't shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Josh said that? No, no, I did. I told oh, him. Oh, you did. Okay, yeah. I was like, I saw it did. too. Oh, he didn't shoot. And then and then he's like, wait, what? And then like we just kept watching. And then I was like, dude, you're right. And I'm like, uh yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Man. But yeah, um, I, I caught that too, but I didn't say anything to my brother. I was like, oh. And it happened um, pretty quickly. So. It did. Yeah. But I was like, mm, I think this is where Marquis de blah, 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 meets his demise. <laughs> yeah. That was good, though. Oh, yeah, that was really good. I, I just, I feel like, um, again, just uh, to give a definitive answer. Yeah, he's not dead. <laughs> but I wanted to oh, explore right. different options. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, uh, I guess if we're both right and he's not dead, I guess I want to throw out our audience question for today. Do you want to see John Wick Chapter 5 if John Wick is still alive? Because I feel like there wouldn't be a John Wick 5 if there is no John Wick. You can't make John Wick five Chapter 5 if there's no Keanu Reeves. So, uh, do you, if even if he is alive in your head canon, would you want to see chapter five or do you think let's just end it here on this, on this like high note, I guess not chapter three, which wasn't like a super low note. It just wasn't an expectation. Like it didn't live with the expectations. Mm, okay. Um, to, well, to answer the audience questions real quick. Uh, yes. <laughs> Is water wet? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I don't, and you know what? I if it were up to me, I would have it, and this this would never happen in a million years because there are so many leaks everywhere. But for me, this is how I would have John Wick Chapter Five. I would have John Wick Chapter Five as him showing up at the end, as you know, like for the most part, it, it like I don't know. He he just comes from. Oh, he gets revealed. He just like it's like a WWE run in. 
You knew it was a season six premiere. You knew we were going to do a WWE uh, reference. Um, I would love for him to be on the sidelines for the majority of the movie, similar to the reveal um, for Spider-Man No Way Home, where about two thirds of the way, right? Maybe at the end of act two, heading into act three, where they finally reveal John Wick is still alive. And then he <laughs> just goes ham the last uh, third of the movie. That would never happen because that would just like, there would be like, oh, yeah. Keanu Reeves was spotted on the set of John Wick Chapter 5. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be a little weird, especially since if they would name it John Wick Chapter 5, then you would expect John Wick to come back. Well, they Unless just it's call like it something in Ballerina. Yeah. yeah. Unless he comes back in Ballerina, that would be crazy. Uh, yeah, that, I, that would be the way to do it. I mean, if if ballerina is supposed to take place after John, the events of chap, chapter four. Ah, who knows? They may do. They may do that. Hmm. Yeah, I, I would want to see. Like, I guess based on my feelings on how this John Wick story kind of wrapped up, uh, I like how it did end on a high note. You know, it was better than chapter three. Um, kind of like No Time to Die is better than Spectre. You know, I'd rather end with a good movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, it's yeah. uh or a better movie. So, mm-hmm. but I feel like there is a little bit more story to tell. So I would be down to see it. Uh, you know what? I'm just all in on the whole John Wick universe. Give me all the spinoffs, all the sequels. I'm going to watch all <laughs> opening weekend and I'll probably oh, yeah. try to own all of it too. Yeah, I'm excited to see some of these spinoffs, especially after seeing Donnie Yen. But we'll definitely talk about Donnie Yen more after the break, I feel like. But yeah, speaking of that, uh, if they want to answer our audience question, do you want to see John Wick Chapter 5 happen? Uh, You can actually go check out our email. And what's our email, Kim? Uh, You don't want to give a crack at it? Nah, maybe, maybe next week. I think it's, it's bad luck. It's bad luck to get it wrong on season premiere On premiere week. Uh, it's, and I'm reading off my notes, weeklyrealpod at gmail.com. There you go. Write us in and uh, let's take a quick break. All right, guys, let's jump into the weekly real awards. And the first one, we got to we gotta kick it off nice and easy, kind of. <laughs> Does anyone want to get out award for best action sequence? Ken, you get first dibs because the whole movie is basically an action sequence, except for that really long hallway where um, Winston was walking through. <laughs> I forgot <laughs> forever. about that. I was like, man, he was, <laughs> you know, it's funny. Just speaking about that, uh, that scene at the Louvre, everyone was cracking up with how long, because <laughs> all you hear are footsteps. And I was like, wow, this is a really long take of him walking. It's like, they're really padding this runtime, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, um, dude, this was okay. Full stop. 
I think I mentioned this to Jeremy offline, but each of these awards are not easy uh, because mm-hmm. just like Jeremy says, man, like all of the, I, I feel like I could pick any of the action sequences just with a blindfold, like similar to playing pin the tail on the donkey. I feel like you'll get people listening to the pod be like, yeah, I like that scene. You know, they could agree. Mm-hmm. They could relate. That being said, my winner for the does anyone want to get out award for best action sequence has to be. Oh, man, it has to be the Osaka fight sequence within that room with all the glass mm. like display things, because it's that it's it's the it's a sequence that long sequence shortly after John Wick is basically forced to um to kind of escape i guess but kill some people kill a few people along the way uh Mm -hmm. by koji um and dude that nunchuck sequence was pretty crazy yeah (laughs) dude i thought it looked silly in the trailer a little bit but the nunchuck scene when he pulled out the nunchucks i'm like this is legit man that's a little bit of behind the scenes like how do you not accidentally hit the other actor with nunchucks? There's mm-hmm. so much control for needed for nunchucks. And they did it so well in this movie. I'm like, damn, that's insane. Agreed. Because it felt like when John Wick just came across the uh, the nunchucks, you could tell that he had to kind of adjust a little bit. Like it, it seemed, uh, I guess, on purpose to be a little rough in the beginning. But as... Each of the fight, you know, as the fight scene just kept going, especially with each of these random hench, uh, heavily armored henchmen would come in, he would get more and more comfortable with it, and he would be a little bit more mm-hmm. fluid. And then that one se- sequence where he as actually like kind of doing all the cool like tricks and stuff just to make it look cool, it worked for me. It was so mm-hmm. good. And then that whole sequence then leads to the. You know, Kane just getting reacquainted with John Wick, and I was like, "Oh, here yeah. we go!" And and I wish I didn't see that part in the uh, in, yeah. in in the trailer mm-hmm. because if we would have went in cold and we're like, "Whoa, we're getting a we're getting a showdown this early in the movie," I would have liked that scene even more. But it's just mm-hmm. seeing that in, in in the trailer, I was like, "Oh man," it kind of took a, a teeny part of a teeny part of it, like the enjoyment so uh that whole sequence was just crazy just because even all the henchmen were heavily armored so you get to see john Wick trying to figure stuff out but then his dynamic with kane kane at times seemed like he was stealing the show with how effortless and obviously he's playing a blind character mm-hmm. dude it was so good like the choreography yeah, dude, I love. I I'm actually doubling down on the best action. I, that was my choice too. Uh, the Osaka Continental in that glass room, like you said, I wasn't. Ex- I was expecting him versing henchmen and stuff with, but I did not expect to bookend the fight with Kane uh, Wick versus Kane. And dude, I was so tired <laughs> by the end of that, like that whole sequence. I was like, damn. It went on for a while, man, Um, but it was was so good. The nunchuck part was a highlight, but also when Kane thought John Wick was dead, he's like, hey, John, are you dead? (laughs) 
I was like, he's like trying to stay still. I was like, John Wick, you're kind of breathing too loud. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but uh, um, yeah, he, like he heard a like creak a little bit because of the broken glass. It was like, oh, here we go. Yeah, it felt rough on purpose, like raw, just because yeah. you know, dude, Kane's a killer, even without his eyesight and John wick knows this. And I feel like there's that chess, that aspect of a, a of a chess match, because I, I would have a feeling just because they're, they were friends and they kind of know each other's moves. So you're just kind of assuming that anyway, I feel like mm-hmm. there was, uh, I felt the intensity so early in the movie between two, uh, two marquee names. Yeah, and I, in a way, I feel like John Wick has had his hands a little bit more tied. Like, mm-hmm. you can try to argue who, who's more skillful, but I feel like John doesn't really want to kill him. I think he's like he's not about that life anymore of just like killing everybody, yeah. especially people that he actually like respects. It's like, right. so I feel like the old, uh, John would have like easily killed him, but it's like after the course of these four movies, I feel like he's been tired of killing people that he doesn't need to kill. Mm-hmm. And so when he's actually faced with that, I feel like he, um, he's really not trying to kill him. You know, um, that's why I actually have my theory on that. He didn't miss at the end or he, he purposely didn't take that third shot on um donnie yen's cane at the end that was my my guess but actually i wanted to mention real real quick why uh what's his name koji that fight with kane i thought it was a little weird how koji yeah he was defending john Mm -hmm. but dude if i were him like and he did Koji didn't really know where John was really like I would just run away with my daughter dude and get the safety but he kind of took the the martyr route and kind of just died by Kane uh well I mean they revealed that he was already hurt yeah um that in um I feel like just because the longer John Wick stays alive anyway, they're still going to monitor him and kill him too. So he he was just going to be the next open... I, mean, I almost called it open table. <laughs> I meant high table. Open table's an app. Uh, high table, um, like target. You know what I mean? I feel like yeah, I see. either way, he was going to be marked for death. Um, they already what deconsecrated his uh, the the continental in Osaka, True. and so yeah, they could have tried to run away, but I feel like that would have endangered his daughter more mm. because then you know that was kind of his way of saving his daughter. Okay, I just I wanted to uh, you make a good point. I was I've been wrestling with that because I'm like, was it just a useless a useless death? No, it wasn't. But I think that helps it. That helps me justify it a little bit more. Yeah, because you could tell, even though it was in limited screen time and interactions, you could tell that uh, Koji and Akira were 
were definitely close. Mm-hmm. I mean, they worked together. They, I'm, I'm sure they were training together. He probably trained her with everything she knows. And again, going back to that post credit scene, I hope we get to see her Kira again because she seemed very memorable and likable mm-hmm. at the same time. But it, you could also see her points where John Wick really anything he touches leads to, to death. And I was like, oh, that was actually really good. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't want her to kill uh, Kane. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Because the end is too good. I, I know. Well, well, we'll see if something happens or if something intervenes, like <clears throat> John Wick. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll see. Uh, the next award, you know, this, I don't know if this gets any easier, but the language award for best Holy shit moment. Ken. Uh, I have a couple on this one, but okay. I don't want to steal any of yours, but you go ahead. Okay. Well, the one that really probably got me screaming, not screaming, but hooping and hollering the loudest has to be on the road to Sacre-Cœur when they went in that residential building. And I don't know if it's so weird. I don't know if because it was a long run time, but remember that one part where uh, essentially, the uh, the marquee uh, was announcing, like, say, hey, you know, like uh, whoever kills, you know, they just kept escalating the um, the, the prize bounty. of the bounty, yeah. right? And so, remember when they had that montage where all these random like henchmen that just basically were gonna die anyway? Yeah. For some reason, I didn't pay fully full attention to the dragon's breath shotgun. But yeah. when, for whatever reason, when John Wick had the the dragon's breath shot uh, breath shotgun, I was like, "Oh my god, what the heck!" And then it just smoothly transitions into the overhead uh, tracking shot, the oneer. Mm. I almost lost it. I was like, "Oh my goodness, what is going on?" And it he just kept blowing people away with that dragon's breath um, shotgun, and I was just like holy shit this is so good yeah dude that was sick i love that scene so much and just the fact that it kind of plays like a video game in a way too Mm -hmm. it's like the closest like action like it's it's um overhead and all that stuff too so it's almost like you're controlling john wick seeing how he moves and it's an interesting way that especially after four movies that they've never done this before mm-hmm. for them to incorporate it in this, in this movie, I think. And for, cause at this point in the movie, we already seen so much action. Like, honestly, if they didn't do that, I, cause there's some times where if you get so much action, you become numb to it. Yeah. Uh, if it's the same thing over and over again, but this movie varied it enough each time, either incorporating different weapons, different locations, or whatnot, different people. Agreed. Especially in that scene, because you got different weapons, you got different people, you got um, different perspectives. Mis- <laughs> different perspectives. You got Mister Nobody thrown into the mix eventually. Yeah. I think that that scene was for if this is the last John Wick movie. I think this is like the best 
action sequence. I I was like, do I put this as best action sequence? I don't know where to put it. <laughs> I didn't either. <laughs> That's why I was I, like, easy. I don't know. If it was easy. <laughs> I mean, there was a lot to choose from. It's just narrowing it down. Yeah. Um. For me though, ah, I I was almost gonna choose the stair fight scene, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't know. I'm going to go actually with Killa's nightclub. Yeah. I really like that. Just the ambiance of the nightclub. I love when John Wick fights in nightclubs. Mm-hmm. For some reason, it just fits. Yeah. And to see um, Killa played by Scott Adkins, who's, you know, like wearing a fat suit in this movie. Because I love uh, Scott Adkins' uh, fighting style is very similar to jean-claude van damme and i love jean-claude van damme yeah and i know uh scott adkins does too and so for him to do basically their signature roundhouse kick to to john wick and then down that well pretty much i was like holy shit so i i that's basically what i said when he kicked him down that and for for it to end with or to start off with that roundhouse kick but the way that john wick kills him at the end holy crap and then he freaking yeah dude he like breaks his neck down those stairs jeez that's honestly what could happen to john wick every time he jumps out of a freaking building man yeah but dude that uh that kick (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that that <laughs> caught me by surprise i was like whoa yeah and so i uh, let me ask you this this is kind of i i don't know like i it's something that i noticed the second time because the first time when you you know when you're watching it and he's busting out with a freaking inhaler it's funny because obviously he looks big out of shape and everything mm-hmm. and so i was like oh my god this guy's got asthma or whatever but on the second time, I was like, wait, is it like he's inhaling like performance enhancing drugs mm. or something where it's just giving him this superhuman strength or something like that to the point where he could do these crazy <laughs> like acrobatic kicks and stuff? Maybe that's in, in John Wick world. I wouldn't put that out of question now. I know. So I don't know. It's just. And- it was just such a surprise when he did that. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. And, and even before he did that roundhouse kick, he got shot in the ass by John Wick. <laughs> so, yeah. and, and cut with a card in the throat. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's always been my biggest fear. Like whenever people are throwing cards around. Mm-hmm. Jeez, I hate that so much. Dude. Tangent, but yeah. Random. Just if we're just talking best holy shit moment too, I want to since you mentioned that one, just strictly on a moment going back to the residential building, I forget mm-hmm. how it ends where he just jumps out of the building and <laughs> lands on the car, and it actually looked realistic. Even though I was like, dude, he should be dead, but it was like it looked way better than anything unrealistic that. <clears throat> the fast franchise shows. Ah, yeah. I was gonna say, what is this? Fast and Furious? <laughs> but I'll landing like, on pillows. But dude, like when he landed really brutally, I was like, oh mm. my god, that looked like it hurt. 
That looked like it was real, man, because he jumped out from the second story. Bro. Like, if anything, I have a freaking dislocated hip at that point. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was that was pretty nuts. Yeah, man, which leads me into, I guess, the overall award for tonight, the Avengers Assemble Award for favorite scene. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Are you, are you going to choose something a little quieter? Are you going to choose uh, something well, pretty loud as well? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One long scene. <laughs> uh, two hour and 49 minute scene. I'm just kidding. <laughs> or whatever the runtime was. Um, I did want to kind of. I did kind of want to shake things up a little bit just because we've literally been <laughs> all action all the time. Yeah. It's really an action scene, but. Um, really, I want to highlight the cinematography in the Osaka scene before all the madness. I know I mentioned mm. the Osaka fight scene in the uh, Osaka Continental in that glass room or whatever, but those scenes were so beautiful, starting with when they revealed John Wick being in Osaka with the cherry blossoms and the lighting and everything. Mm-hmm. And then for me, like the cinematography part culminating in the uh, the duel between Kane and Koji, it really did have this feeling of letting the director just cook and letting the scene just and the the scene of the actors and the pictures just tell us the story. I love yeah. when movies do that when it's just quiet and there's just raw motion. Obviously, Kane and and Koji are are, are friends, and uh, Kane wants to save Koji. Koji wants to save, you know, his daughter, but also his friend John Wick. And you could tell none of them wanted to be there, so you could see how conflicted each of them were. But man, the skill and the choreography, it was like, oh my God, this mm-hmm. is ah, oh, this is so good. You get it man versus uh the guy from The Last Samurai. <laughs> and uh uh and Mortal Kombat, don't forget that movie. And Mortal Kombat, <laughs> yes. Check that out. Uh check out that episode uh, season two, I believe. Is it season two? Or right, season it, was it was pretty early on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was my uh, favorite. I love those soccer scenes just because um kind of a kind of a spoiler warning for next off season. I know we just got started. I'm actually going to Japan, so I'm looking forward to marking out some of the scenes that I see. <laughs> yeah, dude, those but that was a it's nice because you know you have to appreciate the quiet scenes before you get into the action sequences. And I probably want to say that is one of the like uh, best quieter scenes i like that one and you know setting up the duel at the end where they're sitting at the table and they're with mr krabs slash clancy brown (laughs) (laughs) you mean Uh, hadley or i forget from uh shawshank the 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 main main guard (laughs) yeah yeah he's like in everything so yeah yeah, yeah. clancy brown's character um yeah, they're, I like those two scenes in terms of like quietness to them, uh, setting up tension. But uh, man, my favorite scene, you you actually already mentioned it, is the residential action fight scene 
Mm. I think overall in the whole movie, if I had to just choose one scene that stands out above the rest, I think it's that residential fight scene with the dragon's breath shotgun and the overhead shot. Just, it didn't feel too out of like, out of no, like, yeah, it was out of nowhere, but it fit John Wick. Mm -hmm. Cause I feel like it it was a bit of a risk. I think doing that, Uh, it could have not worked if people were too, like it was too jarring for people, but I feel like it did fit, fit this John Wick universe and the style of everything that was happening to even like bring things up to another level in the third act. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I want to say that fight scene to add to your point in terms of it feeling like John Wick. I love that in that within that scene in the residential building, it was a callback to John Wick, the original where mm-hmm. You got to see uh, Mr. Nobody's dog being in danger, and John Wick is. It looks like he's about to kill Mr. Nobody, but then he sees the dog in danger, probably triggered him, and the PTSD that he felt losing Daisy, mm-hmm. and him shooting uh, whatever that main henchman guy was. I forgot his yeah. name, but you know what I mean—the one with the weird Ooh. sideburns. The one Cyber who should guy. have died a long time ago before that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I love how they incorporated um, John Wick's love for dogs, even though he doesn't know how to name them yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus, um, we got. Dude, we got. Um, I don't know. We just we just got more action in that sequence. It's so good. And it's it's the fact that you can see john wick keanu reeves like reloading Mm -hmm. that during that whole sequence too i don't know it's so satisfying just to see keanu reeves like reload in every scene Mm -hmm. in all these action sequences it just makes it feel more gritty more real Mm -hmm. um at least real in this john wick universe that they still need to reload yeah i i love that they've been consistent throughout all of the movies uh, one through four in that he could be in the middle of like like some fight choreography or in the middle of killing someone if he has to reload he has to reload even if he's in the middle of like i don't know doing some jujitsu stuff or whatever training that is it's just crazy it's like oh shoot okay i gotta reload and then boom mm-hmm. so it's too yeah, good that's always been good man one one random favorite scene that I, real quick that i just wanted to add dude i was cracking the f up when uh he gets kicked down the sacra steps twice. oh oh my god i was dying i thought that was that was man. i don't know frustrating i was like no are you serious he's gotta do that again <laughs> yeah the whole thing it's like restarting a whole Mission on Legendary and Halo all Yo, over again. It's like, yeah, you better get through the whole thing or else you got to start from the beginning. And I'm like, oh, my God, it was so good, though. Dude, it, it reminded me of when he fought Common in Chapter 2. Yes. Um, But, like, times 10. Because <laughs> he, <laughs> he went down a lot more stairs. Yep, yep, yep. And, and it wasn't... Uh, and it was just by himself this time, not with both he and Common. Yeah. Uh, oh man, man, it's too good. That's tough. 
All right, guys. Uh, we have a, a little bit of action here as well on our show. A little bit of a violent time in the Guess the Rotten Tomato score. Just kidding. It doesn't get that violent unless me and Andrea are fighting uh, on about Anastasia. <laughs> or <laughs> facts. Or uh, if we're shooting a promo for, uh, <laughs> for a season. Oh yeah, that's true. So, that, that sorry gets for cutting. So, sorry for cutting your arm, by the way. Still, yeah, still, yeah. I still feel bad for that. <laughs> my my piece of skin is still on that belt. Oh <laughs> uh, shoot! Oh shoot! But Ken for John Wick chapter. Do you want the, you want to let the guest go first? Actually, yeah, I'll let the guest go first. And, and so I just before we get into the guest Ron Tomatoes score for okay. John Wick Chapter Four, I just wanted to remind everyone that since this is a brand new season, mm-hmm. we're wiping the slate clean. We're using the clean slate from Dark Knight Rises, um, and so um, Jeremy's coming off a last minute, last episode victory for season five. So he's actually won now three out of the five seasons. He won the first two and the most recent season and so it's given me motivation to try to take the belt back for season six so yes no completely no score and this mm-hmm. week's guess um guess competitor i guess for the guest ron tomato score is your brother am i correct mm-hmm. that so, is correct he did watch it with me he did watch it with jeremy and so his guess for John Wick Chapter 4 is 87%. Um, as for me, I went much higher. I was very optimistic. I don't I feel like I'm either gonna get it spot on or gonna be way off. I'm guessing 94%. Oh darn. Okay, mine's mine's actually a little higher than both of yours. Um I guess ninety-seven percent. Oh, whoa! I thought, yeah. I thought I overshot it, but okay. Uh, okay, let's see. Because I want to remind the guest before I look it up that whoever gets first place gets three points, second place gets one point, third place zero points. So, John Wick Chapter Four. Sits at 316 reviews at a 94% on <laughs> Ryan Tomatoes. So, Ken, you got it specifically on point. Man, that is 94%. So, Ken, you have three points. I guess I get one point. One point. Yes. And then the guests get zero points, yeah. unfortunately. I, I was prophetic. I was like, I'm going to get it spot on or I'm going to be way off. Got <laughs> <laughs> uh, spot on this week. Yeah. John yeah. Wick chapter four. Sweet. Three, one, zero. Well, that was going to be the score regardless. Well, unless there was a tie. I mean, we can never <laughs> count those out. <laughs> yeah. That happened last season. So that. Ah, dang. All right. Next week, though. At least I got that one point. Got to keep it close, you know? Yeah. You don't want zeros. I think that's what killed me early on last season. (laughs) I got got too many zeros. Yeah, almost came back, man. That's for sure. Mm. 
But the real score, guys, is the I Love You 3000 Award, our final award for the season, where we rate the movie from 1 to 3000. Now I'm curious. Did you give it 94%? Wait, are you looking at my notes? No. <laughs> I'm not. I, I'm not. <laughs> or else I would have probably guessed uh, you know, close to 94. Oh, oh, that is so funny. But, dude. Oh, wait, we're recording this episode on April 5th. Mm-hmm. Dude, is this a... I don't know. I feel like this is a very strong candidate for at least my favorite movie of the year already. This is like the first strong candidate. This may... I haven't looked. I don't remember like some of those more inconsistent <laughs> episodes <laughs> where we used to guess and we're kind of honing our, our rating scale. This may be my highest rating yet. No, it's not a 3,000. Mm. I'm giving it a 2832, which is equal to 94.4%. Dang. Okay. I l- absolutely love this movie. I feel like mine, I gave it a good score, but I feel like I know you watched it two times. I st- I feel like I need to watch it a second time because I was tired <laughs> during that first run. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. I feel like I well, I'm giving a a twenty seven hundred out of three thousand, a solid ninety percent. That's really high because I for <laughs> yeah, that's still really high for me. Um, in nowadays in our scale, I was like, where did I put Top Gun Maverick? You know, it's somewhere in that that realm of score. So I feel like, okay, I'll set it here for now. It probably would increase when I, upon second viewing, and, you know, get to enjoy more rather than feel as tired as John Wick is during fight scenes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, a solid 90% for me, I think is a good score to start off the season. And like you, I think this is contender for movie of the year so far. Yeah. Oh, personal movie of the year. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's not going to win an Oscar for best acting. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, I was mentioning that this movie kind of played like a video game sometimes. But next week, actually, uh, we're going to actually be watching a real video game. Ken, what's that about? Uh, well, uh, next week, uh, it's a me, uh, Ken, and it's a you, Jeremy, as we talk about the Super Mario Bros. movie. Wahoo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, I did not expect that. <laughs> that was too good, though. Dang. Especially when you watch the movie, you'll see how that makes it even better. I watched the movie already. Ken hasn't seen it yet, <laughs> so... <laughs> Holy crap. I did not practice that. I was like, okay, I'll write it. Let's see. <laughs> Let's see how it comes out. Actually, came out better than I thought. One take oh. wonder. <laughs> it's a me. <laughs> Again. <laughs> I did not expect that part though. <laughs> but yes, it's it's out at only in theaters. I gotta go see it still. <laughs> Woo. That's going to be an interesting movie to watch. But uh, before we close out the episode, Ken, uh, 
if people want to follow you, maybe like on the any social medias, I don't know if it's like Instagram, TikTok, Letterboxd, I don't know. Uh, what uh, what do you want to share with the audience this week? Well, um, Letterboxd still on hold. Um, we'll get to that soon. Trust me, I will. Huh? Um, but for now, I want to highlight mainly the Instagram because I think I talked to you offline. We were catching up. This was actually the, probably the longest time in a while where I hadn't really talked to Jeremy. It had been like about a month. It was before my Hawaii trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was about a month. And so I told him, I was like, yeah, you know what? I kind of want to pivot to taking more photos. Uh, I'm kind of like burnt out with some videos. I mean, really, sometimes it doesn't really help with, especially since we're incorporating video now into our podcast. So I'm getting back into the whole video realm and my love for that uh, medium as well. But I kind of want to highlight Instagram. I'm looking for a stills camera. I haven't bought mm. it yet. I have a couple of uh, contenders. So follow me at free and I want to kind of maybe do something like a, I don't know, photo of the day or something. I don't know. We'll see. Nice. That sounds interesting. Yeah. Well, guys, if you want to follow me on Instagram, I am there sometimes. It's a pretty barren wasteland over there. But uh, <laughs> yeah, follow me at JP underscore flicks on Instagram. Yes. All right, Ken, any final thoughts? I know the, like with these long movies where they're almost three hours, it's very hard to cover everything. Yeah. Like, uh, but do you have any final thoughts on John Wick Chapter 4? I know there's plenty of stuff that we missed, but I feel like we covered a good amount. Um, I liked uh, Pennywise as the hateable villain. That was good. Yeah. Uh, I really I like wanted that. him dead. Uh, he was such an asshole throughout the movie. Mr. Nobody was pretty memorable. He kind of reminded me a little bit of a John David Washington a little bit. Yeah, yeah, he did. I And I especially loved the fact, because I felt like, he was our avatar at the end, the the, the duel, and when uh, yeah. <laughs> when he was cracking up, and he yeah. was looking at his dog, and he was like, "And he's still drinking," and it was like, "Oh my god, that was like literally us." Yeah, like, oh shit, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh man, that was good. Yeah, that final final shot. I don't think John Wick shot on purpose. Yeah. For Kane, I don't. I think he didn't want to kill Kane, and I didn't. I don't know if he knew that Pennywise would would step in, but worked out. Yeah, yeah, it, that's kind of debatable in terms of like what his true intentions were. But I feel like the majority of it, I agree with you. He really didn't want to kill Kane, especially since he really couldn't blame Kane because again, they play by a set of rules. This whole world and um he was a slave to the marker for from the high table and he was just really looking out for himself a way out Mm -hmm. as well as his daughter and so um oh man so good i i really hope it's not the last actual john wick where we see jonathan wick um playing the character we'll see yeah, like I remember 
years ago, it was like Donnie Yen is just like a fan casting in a John Wick movie. Then it happened. Yeah. So I'm going to throw this out into the universe. I'm going to say Jackie Chan is going to fight Donnie Yen in the next time Donnie Yen appears in the John Wick universe. Oh, my I God. I want to see that. I that would, would totally. Oh, I would totally pay to see that. Dude, Donnie Yen was so smooth out there dude mm-hmm. oh there that was uh, i see that i just remembered when he was just sipping on that soup in the osaka continental in <laughs> yeah. the in the dark i was cracking up <laughs> oh yeah he was like eating ramen i think yeah because you know it's the and the way he used like those the, the doorbell sounds yeah so I creative so it's good. like man this guy could fight daredevil and stand a chance mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um I was kind of curious. Now that we've seen four movies, how would you rank them real quick? Oh, man. You know that I kind of flip flop one and two. Um, Shoot. Damn, man. I'm going to say, like, thinking about it now, I'm probably going four, starting from the top, four, two, one, three. Sounds about right. I thought, okay, so again, I did a rewatch. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to say anything before just because it would have, um, because I kind of had this in my notes that I wanted to ask you <laughs> what, <laughs> what your ranking was. I didn't want to spoil this part, but dude, when I watched Parabellum again, mm-hmm. I actually liked it way more than I did before. I don't know. I felt. I don't know if it was because I watched them back to back to back, <laughs> essentially. But yeah, there was some world building moments. Yeah, there was some slower moments or whatever. But I, I think because I, everything was so fresh. Just watching it, uh, fairly. You know, I didn't really watch them back to back to back, but it was pretty darn close to it. Mm-hmm. I think I have three over one. <gasps> I, I know I it's so it's so sad, you know what I mean? Because I love Damn. the first one. It's so simple, but dude, there's so much creativity in some of the stuff that they pull off in in terms of the choreography and the um the fight scenes from the third one. Um, and I don't know. I feel like the third one's a little underappreciated. I think. Um, mm. and. Uh, Oh my god! It, it it's probably a hot take, but yeah, I the first two are uh, the same as yours. I I think this f- fourth one is the best out of all of them. The second one is so good still. Um, you just felt the hatred towards Santino at the end. Oh yeah, hell yeah! And I was when like, he shot oh, him. I'm like, heck yeah! He I was that. like, oh, I marked out, and even though I already knew it was gonna happen, I was like, oh my! It, it had been a while since I seen the second one, and watching this latest rewatch, I was just like, wow, this is so good. Oh, I, yeah. Oh, because I was I was thinking when you mentioned Santino, and then we were talking about um, freaking Pennywise in this movie, <laughs> like which one I actually hated more. Do you remember when right before the duel between Kane and John Wick mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then freaking Pennywise was like, remember, oh, uh, remember, <laughs> remember your daughter. It's like, fuck off. 
<laughs> Someone's dying. <laughs> the way he says it, he's like, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what we're all thinking at that moment, too. Because we hate him so much. And for Donnie Yen to just deliver it like that to him <laughs> made it ten times more hilarious. <laughs> yes. That could be like uh, uh, the one of my favorite scenes as well. Goodness, but yeah, this movie. I didn't. Th- I didn't think I was gonna enjoy this movie as much, even with the freaking rewatch. Um, I was just like, okay, I just don't want to be let down. So, yeah. Ooh, but yes, I was exhausted by the end of the, the movie, uh, and and not just because of the, yeah. <laughs> Shoot. Yeah, that was intense. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, but next week uh, it's a little lighter. I think it's a shorter movie. That's for sure. Uh, well, yeah, it's, it's not a two hour and forty five minute Mario movie. <laughs> it's like, oh, you gotta wait until the the fourth of Super Mario Bros. Oh, That's like shoot. gonna be three hours right there. Yeah. But yeah, man, it's been fun. I don't think we we're missing too much. I'm glad I mentioned that Donnie Yen moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. Yeah, dude. I need to rewatch this movie. It makes me want to rewatch all four again. You should. Yeah. I think you'll but like Parabellum our... a little bit more. Yeah, I've, I've watched it fairly recently. I just I have the same nitpicks as I had when I first saw it. It's like that some of the characters are a little silly. Mm-hmm. Action is not as good as two. Mm-hmm. So it's like, eh. Yeah. Villain, I guess, not as good. But I think I just like one because of the more emotional stuff. Yeah. Oh, but I agree. It, I, it does take a while to start up in one. There was one thing that I did want to rem- uh, remember. Obviously, we lost uh, Lance Reddick. Oh, oh yeah, his death. Um, Sharon. I don't know how to say his name. Still, even after four movies, but Dude. it hit so much different knowing that he passed away, uh, leading up to this movie, and it's so sad that he passed away just so young um yeah he's only 60 right yeah he was only 60 and uh, if anything i i hope he saw this movie Mm -hmm. because it's like to be i i I hope that he's like proud like we know he's already proud of all the work he's done and he's always good in everything that he is in right so and i don't know just his voice like i Mm -hmm like plays so many video games where he's in it. And I know he's a gamer him or he was a gamer himself. Uh, that it's like, he'll always be part of like the, it's weird. Part of the, like the, the mediums that, mm-hmm. that we indulge in movies and video games. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. He just sounds so distinguished and uh, it was really sad. Um, and I didn't really, I didn't expect him to die that early in the movie too. So it yeah. caught me off guard. That was surprising. Yeah. And so um, R.I.P. Uh, Lance Reddick. Uh, dude, just watching him in even in Parabellum when, you know, when <sighs> yeah, when the Continental was uh, under siege or whatever, and he was fighting alongside uh, John Wick. I thought it was pretty cool just to be able to see that. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to make sure that we mentioned it. I was like, I know I'm forgetting something and somebody yeah, yeah. is a major thing to uh to obviously mention here at the end of the at the end of the pod. 
Yeah, I really wish his character survived and the dog went with him rather than yeah. Morpheus. You know, I felt like that would have been a, a fitter ending for that dog. I know. I felt like they bonded over the times that uh, John Wick had to <laughs> leave him at the Continental <laughs> to do yeah. his business. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, that's a, that's a good good thing to mention. I'm glad you mentioned it, Ken. But uh, man, next week it's been it was a good opening to to season six. Man, season six already. Yeah. Getting well, close. guys. Yeah. Right, we're getting close to <clears throat> a pretty big milestone. So stay tuned for that podcast. Yeah, right? yeah. This is the end of episode ninety four. Ninety five next week on Super Mario Bros. Go check out the movie. It's in theaters now. And we can talk about it next week on The Real. <laughs>